0: So yes, this holiday season, especially, it's been you know a difficult year for many of us. Take the time to really say how you feel, to make sure they understand it. Even own the things that maybe you wish you had said more of or done more of.
1: I can tell you from experience that you will be very appreciative of having gone back, repaired, spoken about things. Sometimes you might still disagree about something that happened five to ten years ago, but having spoken about it, it definitely makes it less weighty on you
0: ask questions. Just be curious. I noticed this happen. Is there something I need to know? Do you have feelings about something? Let's talk about it. If you approach somebody in that way with really a desire to know and to understand where they're coming from because you love them, you'll be able to probably get where you need to go. It might take a few conversations, especially if you're not comfortable. And by the way, the conversation can sound like that. I'm really uncomfortable. I'm not sure how to say what I need to say, but I just want to open this dialogue with you. Welcome to Spiritually Hungry Podcast, Episode 26.
1: Wow, 26 already.
0: And we are happy to join you for our first holiday season with our podcast.
1: Yes, and because we know that people are also on vacation and our studio team also is going to be on vacation, we're going to have two truncated Spiritually Hungry episodes over the next two weeks so that you do not... We do not leave you in the lurch for these two weeks, but also but letting you. Be tremendously relax. powerful. Yes. Even more so.
0: So, as we said, we're in the holiday season. And for most, it's a time where we reflect on the light of the time of sharing, of giving, Hopefully. of feeling good. But I think for many of us, it's also a time that can bring up anger and resentment, even sadness.
1: Well, especially. People less so this year, but more during this time of year. People are spending more time with their family. If that could be, if that could be even possible after COVID.
0: Yes, but even if they're not with extended family, they're still with maybe True. perhaps the same family members. So again, they can feel frustrated, overwhelmed. Different things can come up. So we want to give you some tools. To help you not just get through the holiday season, but elevate and be inspired and transform and walk away with not just physical gifts, but more importantly, spiritual gifts. So I like this quote by uh, mystic Ram Das. He says, If you think you're enlightened, spend a week with your family. <laughs> And as we said, family can bring up a lot of opportunities for us to uh, grow, which means that we are often very triggered, because family members, spouses, friendships, the the relationships that are closest to us often are our mirrors, and ultimately it is an opportunity for us to see things in ourselves, but we need to approach the season with this understanding. You know, And I have just thought about some examples that we might experience. Maybe we have an uncle that is always vocalizing his hateful view of the world. Or perhaps a parent whose passive aggressiveness seems to be getting less and less passive. Or the sibling that judges every one of your life choices. Does it sound familiar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are not going to answer. <laughs> that is okay, Michael. I am talking to our listeners. Yes. So, I am sure it sounds familiar to many, because it is a universal issue. We all experience difficulty with family, um, and cabalistically, we explain why that they are in our movie to show us a thing that we especially need to outgrow, perhaps.
1: Right. I think there's two parts to which I think we're going to talk about. One is my own internal work, my own internal acceptance, if it's necessary. And on the other hand, sometimes difficult conversations, sometimes necessary conversations. Um, we always have to be changing ourselves, but also, if there is an opportunity, certainly in our close relationships, to bring about some sort of positive change, it is our responsibility as well.
0: Right, so I was actually going to bring up how we can use this time to practice spiritual confrontation. Interesting. I know many people don't like the word confrontation. I prefer actually communication. I think it just depends on how you deliver it and and, and interestingly, by
1: nature, you enjoy those conversations. By nature, I do not enjoy those conversations because
0: I don't see them as confrontation. I see them as opportunities. I think it's very important to advocate for yourself, and I think it's also important to be able to ask questions. From a place of curiosity and also speak from a place of authenticity. And so to be for clear, all of right. those reasons, I do like having right. difficult conversations. I think that they're necessary. And from what I have learned through life, they are the things that help me get to a new understanding, not only of myself, but of also the relationships I want to bring along with yeah. me. Into and sometimes the next they year. grow
1: and sometimes they wane, and that's fine right. either way.
0: The ones I want to bring are the ones I want to leave behind. Absolutely. Um, so, to, we want to transmute the energy we spend outside of ourselves into an awareness that is directed inward. I think some questions we can ask in these situations are the following. When faced with the hard or painful family member or situation, how are you responding? Right. So, this is what you just brought up to your point. There are times where you first have to look internally. What Because, are,
1: because by the way, uh, unless you are also developing and growing yourself, you are not going to be in the right place to have those confrontations or conversations that are necessary.
0: Absolutely. It can go absolutely the wrong way, even if, in your mind, you are doing the thing that you should be doing now, because you have always held your tongue your whole life, and now you are going to really speak your mind. I think
1: that is a very important point, because even having the right conversation in the wrong state of mind...
0: Or in the wrong place, lead. or wrong time. You know, you have to take into so many considerations, so many different factors. Um, and also, if you are really eager, right, trigger happy, I have to have this conversation with this person right now, the truth is, you better wait. Right not only how are you responding, but what are you doing, and more importantly, what are you saying? So, the first tool or concept that I wanted to touch upon is this idea of Lashonara, evil speech. We have spoken about it before. I love talking about it.
1: Because um, it happens all the time, unfortunately.
0: It does, and I fin- I finally have... And just to be
1: clear to our listeners, I am sure many of them know, but we are talking about when a person speaks negatively about either somebody else or something else in front of a friend,
0: right? Or about you to somebody else. It can also be even negative self-talk. I mean, it is all of the above, right? right. So, um, it is seeing, speaking, judging somebody in an unfavorable way, and then spreading that information most often to other people. And uh, And I like speaking about it, because I do not think people realize how dangerous it is. For themselves for themselves and I don't think the people that are listening and maybe not participating in the conversation they think, well, I didn't really say anything, I just stood there. But bottom line is if you weren't standing there, the person wouldn't have said it in that moment and certainly not to you. Right. right?
1: And like you always say, why did they feel comfortable to say it?
0: To you. Exactly. And I know that, you know, I've been on the receiving end of that. I really go to great efforts and strides to not participate in that. But it is like a cancer. You know, once it it starts to grow, it's like little seeds of doubt that's injected into somebody about somebody else. And from that space, it grows even again about the self. So my first tip is in this holiday season, if you end up next to, you know, Aunt Marjorie or Sarah or whatever and she starts complaining about the cousin or the, the the one that wronged her or that, you know, even about you, how you came with not enough food or you didn't bring the right thing, whatever it is, it's really an opportunity to take a step back and say, Okay, why is this in my movie and what are my options and how do I want to respond?
1: Right. Right. Because like you said, every time we have a negative encounter, there's something for me to learn but at the same time, they're also, we have a responsibility to see if maybe we can have a proactive conversation with our aunt, or whoever it is, to to make sure that they, whatever ability I have to help them grow and change, Uh, I have that responsibility.
0: I mean, it's not enough just to, again, not say anything or kind of turn a blind eye. I know that I've been more disappointed, not in the ones saying it, because I think I kind of expected the people that I've heard talk about me in the past. It was never a shock, really, because I've heard them maybe speak about other people. It was really obvious that maybe they were a gossip. And I believe that, as we spoke about last week, that people are pretty much capable of mostly anything but what bothered me were the ones that heard it and and didn't really defend I right. think that if you love somebody or you believe in something or someone then you have a responsibility to do something about it to stop more chaos negativity from spreading and damaging because lies you know once they're out there they're out there it right. affects your character and some people will always think ill of you and I think that that's really not acceptable I
1: would add to that it's that not only is it dangerous and damaging to spread lies or speak lies with somebody else that are negative, uh, it actually is also not good for the individual for you to even speak truths that are negative about somebody else and mm-hmm. the idea is that that and I think and again whether you're talking before yourself or you're sharing I like this that, with that differentiation yeah' very important that way because you know people say well it's a truth you know what no it actually and this I think is 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 the the spiritual law. And why that we do people have to be aware need to know of. this truth exactly. exactly? Exactly, that if you're a vessel for negativity, be it true or false, you're a vessel for negativity. Now that simply means that you are now less likely to draw blessings, light, good things into you. It's that simple.
0: And then you don't understand why you feel lack, sadness, emptiness. You're doing all the right things. Let's say you do a lot of things that are positive, but this one negative thing can actually cover up all of those positive things so that you do not have access to feeling them. You do not have access to see the blessings, feel the blessings, experience them, and you feel in this state of um, discomfort and disease.
1: Especially especially if if you are not confronting, when you either, again, hearing it, or watching somebody speak. Again, it could be truth. And again, I, I think it is so important. I think the truth is probably worse than the lies, because I think most people, well, I don't know. But we'll we'll try to refrain if they know something's a lie. But if something's truth, you know, they feel much freer to share it. But like you said, why do you need to share it? And most importantly, think about yourself. Do you really want to be a vessel of negativity?
0: And also, is that what you want to see in somebody, right? Because what you look for is what you're going to find. Yeah. So if you want to constantly point out, you know, Look, they did this thing, or, you know, so you're constantly training yourself just to see darkness or, or things in people that, you know, they maybe are not even comfortable with. So I just think that's plain me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so like you so said, that's probably the first. I guess al- I think that
0: comes up. I think that's the first. that's why I thought of that one because I think when we're especially around the holidays, it's almost the most automatic thing that happens. You haven't seen each other for a while, or even if you have or
1: you're zoomed by the way, in today's world, maybe you're zooming with relatives during right, this time. Or
0: there's alcohol involved. So right. maybe you're less inhibited and you're just saying things that maybe you would have refrained from before. But this this one thing, it's it's hurtful, it's mean. Um, and, and to cr- yourself and and to others exactly. especially if you love these people
1: right. you know? right i mean that's probably the saddest thing how many times we've seen people who i was going to say say they back. love but actually do yeah. do love somebody of whom they will still speak negative true or false not sure why maybe the the energy that it creates maybe it's just something to talk about but at the end of the day all those involved the speakers the the listeners Are becoming vessels for negativity, and that simply means less capable to have light, blessings, goodness in their lives.
0: And I found honestly that negative talk eventually gets back to the person. Eventually, so you know, ask yourself before you're given this opportunity to say something that maybe you know you shouldn't. Is it worth losing the relationship? Because this chips away at that. Yeah. So, what's your tool? So interesting,
1: related to this, because I think it's really all around communication, and. It is something that maybe sounds simple, but having you know experienced the physical loss of my mother this year, one of the things Monica and I have spoken about between our, ourselves is have the opportunity to share with those who you love, with those who have given you any type of good benefit. It could be your parents, it could be your siblings, it could be your spouse. Share how important they are to you. And not just like, oh, I love you, and not just, but actually, say, so you know, like we've done a few times in this podcast, you know, and I know I've done this in life, and I know you've done this in life. So, you know, remember when I was, you know, 20 years ago when I was this and you were there. Um, and there are great lessons after the fact, and you've shared many with your father, for instance, who now is not really capable to receive from you mm-hmm. your 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 appreciation and things. But so many of us still have so many people in our lives. To whom we owe all kinds of debts and all kinds of appreciation and gratitude, but either and I'm speaking for myself. Sometimes you just feel, well, it's, they know it. Why do I need to share it? Or, or it's something that's a little bit uncomfortable to think talk also, about. It.
0: We withhold sometimes. I mean, you know, if, if they upset us the day before, or the week before, or maybe they're going through their own struggle, then maybe they're not as there for you as they once were. Whatever it is, we we often give ourselves excuses to behave in ways. That you know the ego will be a little bit happy. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna tell them, and they know I love them, but I'm not feeling that they're deserving of hearing that right now in this moment for whatever reason. And I know that sounds harsh, but I think that that is the case very often.
1: That's interesting. Well, so I guess the second thing we're saying is make sure you would use this time that you're a little bit less at work, maybe more with your family or even Zooming with your family, to really, I really strongly take an evening, if it's just you and your siblings and your parents or wh- whatever that combination of family and or friends is. And just share your gratitude with each other about something that happened this year, about something that happened thirty years ago.
0: You know what? Another one that I hear a lot is that um, the the family member will say, "Oh, you know, they're just too busy with their life right now. I don't, I don't really have a place." You know, they don't have a place for me. So I'm just gonna be I mean, there's all kinds of tricks that ego does and it creates more space and more separation. So yes, this holiday season, especially it's been, you know, a difficult year for many of us. Take the time to really say how you feel, to make sure they understand it, even own the things that maybe you wish you had said more of or done more of.
1: You will never regret giving thanks and appreciation. Giving more. You will always, you will regret, always regret not having done. It not enough, having done. It. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I think it is so important. And again, something that that maybe for some people sounds you know not so important. It is really important. It is important for you, because voicing and sharing your appreciation actually connects you to light, and connects you to goodness. As we spoke before, speaking negatively actually diminishes your own light. Speaking kindly and with appreciation to people who have given you so much, Actually, forget about any love and connection that it creates between you and your family or friends. It actually connects you to light. So, I would strongly recommend for all every single one of our listeners to take a night, to take an hour with a family, with your spouse, with your siblings, with your friends, and literally be as. Some days we feel a little too vulnerable when we're saying, but I've had. I love vulnerability. Yes. But I've had so many times when. I, I sort of question should I share with this person you know how much they mean to me or should I share with this Have person you? Yeah, I question myself whether you know because you know not everybody's sort of emotionally uh, uh, always open as but but I I say go Do full force. You think that's
0: really true that people aren't emotionally open I think to so. receiving. I found- Love, love and, absolutely and, and sentiments I've, I've, of
1: love. I don't know, about a lot of people. I've had the situation where I could tell that the person was uncomfortable. It Didn't stop me at all. I was very happy that I shared.
0: Were you happy, drunk, or what? How much no, love are you no, giving? Because no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Do, I mean, I think you overwhelmingly show love to me, but I don't see you like running around. Uh, no,
1: but I'll share with people. You know that that I that I care for or that I love. Um, well, certainly with our family, I, I don't feel. You know, I've no. No restrictions yeah. there. Yeah. But but with friends and I've every once in a while you sense that, oh, you know, they're a little bit uncomfortable. Just just because not because they're not happy you said it, but they just it's not their vocabulary usually. But but my point is that nobody ever takes it the wrong way. Nobody ever takes it the wrong way. So but but like I said, I have had, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you view it, many conversations with people who have lost a significant
0: and person in their And they just wish lives. they had one more time. One and, more I, conversation. And,
1: I, I, and I bring this conversation up. I say, you know, what w- w- did you take the time? Right? And and often, the answer is no. And often, you know, I just wish they knew that, you know, and I wish they knew that, and I wish they knew that how I saw them. And I was just recently talking to to a friend who had lost um one of his parents, and, and he was saying, you know, my father never knew how much appreciation I had for them again. This is a longer story to tell, but it's so important. It's, it's so important for you, it's important for them.
0: My family is big on birthday cards and uh, any you know, big milestone occasion, happy occasions, and we really like write a whole thing about how much we love and appreciate. And even though, um, and we're also very, I mean, we're Middle Eastern, so it's not, uh, we are very, I think, expressive, um, emotionally. But I, I've looked back through, I have a box of. My favorite cards, and I looked back actually not too long ago, and I found a card my father had written me on my 18th birthday. No oh, wow. And um, and I'm so happy that I saved it and that because he can't write anymore to see his handwriting. And he was very a very very emotional person. And um, anyway, I don't think I was behaving so amazingly because I was turning 18 and we were fighting. Um, but he wrote something in the card, and I even appreciate that he expressed it to me because I think it. It helped me even as a parent. Um, he said, What, you know, do you think because you're 18, you don't need me anymore? And when I read it recently, I got emotional as I am now because I still know that my dad knows how much I love him, how much I've always loved him because we express it so often. So, my point is, even finding a card like that where I wish I had never caused him any pain. And so clearly in reading that card, um, I was reminded of the ways that I have. I also have a whole box of cards that he knows just how much I do love him and I've always appreciated him. So I don't have any regret, even though I can't it's not obvious how he receives it. I still tell him I love him. But I again I have all of these memories and not just him, with my sisters, with my mom, because you're going to fight in families. There's no question. You're going to hurt each other. You're going to bring each other pain. However, if you make sure that you express love and appreciation more than that, right? through the years throughout your lifetime and even if you're only starting now and hearing this podcast and in this holiday season it's just so important to do because i don't have any regret and you know i, I love this quote i use it so often i rather the pain of discipline which this is a discipline right do something that you're uncomfortable doing perhaps you're not comfortable expressing yourself than the pain of regret absolutely when you're left and you can you know there's nothing to do about it
1: beautiful so and then what i would say is again to every single one of our listeners whether if you don't do this at all definitely step up even if you do, you you will never regret expressing to people who have done for you, whether simply they gave birth to you, or supported you in any way, how much they mean to you, how much you love them, and how much you appreciate them.
0: So, I want to get to um, the next idea for me that I think...
1: Okay. We are running out of time.
0: No, we said two okay. tools each. Yeah, it is okay. the holiday season. <laughs> yes, yes. These are gifts. Um, so, I think that resentment comes up for a lot of people especially in family dynamics. Um, So I just want to unpack that a little bit because there is a hidden gift of resentment because it can show you where you are in integrity. It's one of my favorite words and where you aren't. So being judgmental and resentful means that you're overly focused on the other person and where they aren't meeting your expectations. And we know expectations are so dangerous. They kill most romances and love because You just don't, you can't even access it anymore. You stop appreciating them for who they are, especially when you just expect them to give you, give you, give you. But it could be in every relationship, right? Your children, certainly we can get to a place where we don't have great experiences and even with other family members. And upon hearing this word even, I'm sure that you could recall bitter arguments, right? When you hear resentment, right away your mind goes to, okay, well, who do I resent and what came up? It could be a toxic relationship dynamic or the boss you had who never seemed to get it. The chief characteristic of resentment is a feeling of powerlessness, which I love too, right? because when you feel powerless, that is when you are like, oh, that person, look what they did to me, or they did not do to me, or how they saw me, or they did not see me. It is either a person or a situation, and it almost always takes up more of your mental energy than you would like. So, The key word here, though, is that resentment is a persistent feeling of somebody who wronged you or insulted or some kind of injury in a way. And it builds over time because it's every repressed emotion. So when you didn't say something like you wanted to, right? that's like what we said earlier, and then you have the wrong conversation at the wrong time. Or when you wanted to speak up, you didn't. Every time you felt your feelings were not valid. And it often is masqueraded as anger or frustration or sadness, but really this is what is at the core of it. So. I think that when we realize that it is up to us to have conversations we need to have, that we need to say what we need to say, how we feel, what we think, of course with thoughtfulness, then you can never put the blame outside of yourself. I don't believe in blame anyway, but instead, you are now taking responsibility for your experiences with people. So, you are not powerless, you are very powerful, because now, if you feel that your boss is doing X, Y, and Z, or your partner does not show up and give in ways, the way to flip this, the number one tool is to ask yourself in those moments, where am I not giving? So, a simple example, and I do not want to trivialize this, but let us say that your partner says, you know, what do you want for your birthday? I mean, I've had, one of our kids is like this, actually. But they'll, or even like, I want to do something for your party or dinner or something. No, I don't want anything. And then, of course, when the birthday rolls around, uh, they're disappointed, they're sad, they're depressed. Why didn't you celebrate my birthday? Well, I asked you and you didn't want to, right? So... It's your responsibility to actually express what it is you want. You can't look at your spouse or anybody else saying, you know, I have to do all the heavy lifting when they offer and you don't actually take the offering. And it could be in any single scenario. So the, the way to get out of this is in those moments where you're looking at how this person is the cause of X, Y, and Z, stop and ask yourself, where are you exhibiting the same behavior or where are you not participating in changing it?
1: interesting but because mine the point that I wrote down again we, we don't speak but uh, oh, are we talk they about similar? the topics well yeah I was saying have those difficult conversations right because you're talking about how how the individual handles the resentment how do they deal with it mm. but I think at times and and I mentioned this before that one of the great blessings with my mother is that she um, really made sure we had all the difficult conversations. We spoke about everything.
0: But by the way, that was a big transformation on her part because she did not like to have confrontation, conversation. especially with people she loved the most. Right. I mean, that was the hardest for her. She rather, you know, and but, but towards the end of her life, she really, you know, she went all in and, yeah. and she wanted to have those conversations again and again until it was repaired.
1: And therefore, I think the other side, like you said, I think it's very important what you said about how the individual needs to deal with their. Sense of resentment towards anybody, but I do think it's also important to, to really look look through the, the important relationships you you know parents you know family uh, certainly uh, uh, partners and spouses, and go back and have those crimes. If there's so, something still sitting on your heart, you'd rather talk about it than not address it, especially with the people you love, especially the people you care for.
0: And I think where we get tricked here is that we feel because. resentment is connected to feeling powerless. We feel powerful when we are like, oh, you know, I am going to blame that person, or I am angry at them. There is an energy there. But that is completely backwards, and it is such an illusion. To really let go of this, and to actually be powerful, and to not be a victim in any situation, because victims blame, right, is to be able to say, okay, I do not know why this is happening, but let us talk about it, or ask questions. I always say, you know, and that is really the art of communication, ask questions, just be curious, I noticed this happened, is there something I need to know? Do you have feelings about something? Let us talk about it. If you approach somebody in that way, with really a desire to know and to understand where they are coming from because you love them, you will be able to probably get where you need to go. It might take a few conversations, especially if you are not comfortable, and by the way, the conversation can sound like that, I am really uncomfortable, I am not sure how to say what I need to say, but I just want to open this dialogue with you.
1: Absolutely. And and like you said, I think it's you're talking about things that are happening now. You could also say, you know, when I was a kid, this happened and this is how you dealt with it. Made me whatever the situation is, you know, ten years ago this happened. And all I can say, and again, you have to do it from a thoughtful place. You have to do it from a place of not being reactive or angry, because the chances of a conversation really developing in a positive way are limited in those situations. But I can tell you from experience that you will be very appreciative of having gone back, repaired, spoken about things. Sometimes you might still disagree about something that happened five to ten years ago, but having spoken about it, it definitely makes it less weighty on you.
0: So again, integrity looks like taking responsibility for everything you say, you feel, and you do. Right. So, and it's it's a real commitment actually to make yourself to yourself to speak up and to share what it is that you feel. So when you notice your feelings of resentment arising, these are a few things you can ask yourself that I think will help you get there very quickly. The first is, are you honoring and communicating your feelings? Right. So now we are back into the space of you, and therefore there is no blame to be had anywhere else. You need to acknowledge the true feelings. Right. If you feel scared, angry, sad, the key is to have a proactive conversation about it. So that was the first thing. The second, is are you taking responsibility for your part in the conflict, right? Like I said earlier with the birthday, if there is an argument about anything and you have these expectations that you probably never verbalized or expressed, are you now able to look at yourself and say, okay, well, when this came up, I probably could have done it this way, maybe the outcome would have been different. And the third, which I think is really powerful, is where can you offer forgiveness? So, when we are hurt, it is easy to see things in black and white. And of course, when we are in that space of hurt or pain, we never see it that way. We think we see the whole picture, and I see everything, and I am right, and I am justified in my feelings. And if we could realize that the other person rarely, if ever, meant to hurt us. And if they did, they probably came from some space of lack that they are in that we we are not privy to. right? So, The point here is that to be able to offer forgiveness, you need to bring in some kind of empathy. You know, what might they be going through? What could be another narrative? What is the benefit of the doubt? Right? Again, where is your part? Because the whole way to get past resentment is to find your integrity, which is to own all of you and how you express that into the world.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. I think these are three very important.
0: One, two, three. One, two,
1: three. Three ways for hopefully all of our. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> now, our listeners, to to make sure that this time of year, we know, you know, spiritually, every situation has a purpose. And it's not just, and it's great to be relaxing during this, this holiday season, and to, to just enjoy our family and friends. Beautiful. But also, there's, a, there's an opportunity for spiritual growth. And I think, as we said, you know, addressing negative speech in family, friend situations, making sure that we're having active appreciation conversations with those who we love and are close to us and having a difficult confrontation and like you said living with our own integrity which means in taking being more proactive in the in the moments that we feel resentment because the more we can do for ourselves to remove resentment either through conversation or through internal work the more bu- I was going to say beautiful, but powerful, our conversation, our relationships become with those who we and care about. And something
0: happens on a spiritual level, I have noticed, is that when you are able to do that, when things come up that would have upset you before, but again, when you are practicing things, I almost see them now like I am I'm watching a film, it is kind of entertaining, and, and there is a role for me in it, and you know, I am able to be an observer, be non-emotional about it, or less emotional about it, and then from that space, you certainly can be proactive, and choose something else. So, I do not know, I always get a little smile, even in the dramas, you know? yeah, Because that is what it is after all, it is one big movie. Happy, happy holidays.
1: And enjoy this very important time with family and friends. And use it well. Yes. Don't forget to keep uh, going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can uh, rate and share this podcast so that more and more people uh, can access this podcast. Keep sending in your stories, questions, and everything to Monica and Michael at Kabbalah.com. We will try to share as many stories, answer as many questions uh, throughout the rest of the podcast. And let's all make this unique, special time one that is more filled with light, appreciation, and love than we had before.
0: Bye.